Welcome to The Broken Arrow, a traditional bow hunting podcast brought to you by Addictive Archery, with your hosts, Schaefer Magnet and Chris Siegel. All right, good evening, everybody, or good morning. And uh, thanks for tuning in to episode number 51. But before we get started, I just want to make a quick little announcement that uh, the Compton Traditional Bowhunters Big Game Classic is coming up March 17th and 18th. So check out www.comptontraditionalbowhunters for more information. But it looks like it's going to be an awesome year, seminars, um, all kinds of good stuff. We got Dennis Dunn, Jim Ackout, and Randy Cooling all doing seminars there's a dinner um, Friday night. There's a traditional film festival, and Saturday there's all kinds of good stuff going on too. With seminars with John Cabisa, who is full of all kinds of good Fred Bear stuff, Monty Browning, and Jim Willems uh, doing a game changer experiences, game changing experiences uh, seminar. So all kinds of good stuff. Make sure you get out there. It'll be at the. Sheridan Grand Rapids, Michigan Airport Hotel. So hope to see you all there and uh, definitely check it out and always support great organizations like Compton Traditional Bowhunters. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the episode. We are. The beard got right, larger, dude. Once you have the beard got larger. Thank you. Check this out. Dear God. That is significantly different than Compton. Yeah, I got I got a little flow going on here. You got the so. you got the Madonna head microphone thing. I like that. Yeah, mic boom mic and the whole nine yards. Like Feel like the material girl tonight. <laughs> you know she is a Detroit native, but uh, no, I don't really have any use for that woman. Yeah, uh, you know the amount of famous people that came out of out of Michigan is pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, well, shit. Whackmaster, um, the Chili Peppers, Eminem. Eminem, my favorite band. Madonna, Green, uh, da, 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 my, um, my favorite band's right out of Tom your town. Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck, too. Wow. Uh, uh, Bob Seger. Um, yeah, there's... There's, there's <laughs> Michigan, lots. Yeah. Your favorite band came out of Kalamazoo? Yeah, Green, uh, Green Sky Bluegrass. Okay. Oh, you know what? I think you were telling me about them. I haven't even looked them up yet. They're really good. They played their... Uh, New Year's, New Year's Eve, I think it was, maybe, or maybe, uh, maybe it was Thanksgiving. They played, okay. they played at uh, something down there. I don't know. They have a live album out of, but from Bells, ah. from the brewery. Yep. But yeah, good stuff. Lots of good things in Michigan. Yes, always. Lots of yeah. good beer in Michigan. I'm drinking German. So. Nah, nah, that happens. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Good so, stuff. Good stuff. So, Dave, how are you this fine evening? Friggin' tired, man. You in the bow shop? Looks like you're in the bow shop. I am. I'm in the shop. Uh, kids have been... Oh, something else. They've been just loud and obnoxious. So, I figured it's easier to come down to the bow shop and do this than try and find a quiet spot at the house. So. Is yeah. there one? No. Oh. <laughs> uh. I was trying to think. I think you guys are on the. Like, it was the last podcast I did was with you guys too, and you know, like I, I had the girls in and out a couple of different times. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, you know, what it's easier just to do it down here these days. It's okay. This is a family podcast. We're allowed. Kids are allowed. 
I know. I'd be really out. concerned if Amelia just showed up, though. I mean, that'd be a large advancement very fast. Mm-hmm. But, oh, oh man. Are we recording here? We Let's are see. recording. I, I think we are recording. Oh, okay. It's some quality, quality conversation. Quality so conversation, yeah. Yeah. Figuring out Michigan, but uh, I suppose, I mean, the the big big ordeal about tonight's episode is to kind of talk about Kalamazoo, the show, which is coming mm-hmm. up at the end of the month. Chris and I are late bloomers coming out to it. Well, we were deny yeah. we were we were deniers, and then we were like, then we realized we just can't deny our what we really want out of life. We we eventually came to our senses that we were going to be more than bored at the late late how, January time frame. How much we were going to miss that six hour drive across Ohio? <laughs> I think Ohio four four, but whatever it feels like six. Yeah. The frozen tundra of Ohio. Um, yeah. I, I guess well, we it should... It might not be frozen this year. <laughs> I should, we should probably just come right out and say it. Who's the new owner of Kalamazoo Traditional Bow Hunting Expo? Or Archery Expo? Hunters Expo. Bow that's, that's mine. That's, that's me. That's <laughs> you. So, yeah, no, I purchased it last year after the show from, from Bobby. Um, so it's been... <laughs> definitely been a, a year of learning experience and... Uh, learning curves so it's i swear i i feel like i'm screwing stuff up every day but it seems to be coming together at this well, that's point. good that's good it, it's funny like i'm sure none of us realize how much work goes into an event that's only three days long yeah it's uh it's a lot of work man it, and it's it, it's <laughs> i don't even have to worry about thinking you know like 3d targets or anything like that but um you know setting up courses i i don't well, you know, thankfully I don't because I don't, you know, like I'm doing most of this by myself. Um, I had some help, John and Carrie Doyle, um, helped me out a little bit, but I mean, the vast majority of everything, uh, in Neil Summers, my buddy Neil, um, he helped start get together my vendor contact list. That was one thing that, um, when I purchased the event from Bobby, I didn't get like a flash drive or anything with, with the vendor contact list on it. Or, you know, with a vendor contact list or floor layouts or anything like that. And um, when I thought about it and uh, messaged him, I was like, you know, hey, Bob, uh, any chance I get a copy of that vendor contact list and the floor layouts and all that kind of stuff? He's like, uh, yeah, about that. Um, <laughs> my computer had a catastrophic hard drive failure and all that is gone and non-recoverable. So I, I had I one of those. Scratch. <clears throat> started from scratch. Uh, Compton... Uh, Compton Bowhunters really helped me out there. Um, awesome. They uh, talked to Burkhart, and uh, he said, "Get a hold of Andy Ponce, who's their, uh, yep. you know, he's yep. their vendor uh, vendor coordinator." So I got their vendor contact list, so that filled in a bunch for me. But then there were still, I mean, I sent out like 120 vendor information packets this year. So it was getting everybody's addresses and then verifying and double checking, you know, that everybody's contact information was correct was kind of a pain. And then uh, got them all, you know, get, put it all together because, like I said, none of that information I had. I didn't even have, like, vendor contracts or anything like that. So I had to build all that stuff from scratch and um, 
got it all mailed out, and the Postal Service decided that they wanted to lose a whole bunch of them. Um, I'm yeah, sounds well like the over, Post Office. Well over two dozen uh, vendors that uh, never received any contact information. You know, they never received any uh, vendor information packets. So, I've never uh, had any issues with the Post Office. Oh, I have. It's. I, I'll be honest. I've not oh, had that was many, a joke, like, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've like honestly shipping bows. I haven't had any real big issues when when the COVID stuff first happened. I shipped a bow out and it took like four from me, um, which was stupid. But it like it, it hit the Detroit distribution center, which is I guess just a pit, and um, it kind of got lost in there for a minute, but it still arrived unscathed. Um, outside of that, I haven't had any issues shipping uh, U- UPS or USPS. Oh, um, you're getting lucky. I will say that I ordered a, uh, a vinyl record of uh, 72 for my daughters um, from uh, one of the Who's records, and um, when that arrived, they decided they just wanted to bend it in half and shove it in my mailbox. Um, well, that's good for a record. Yeah, you know that's it was real cool. Um, oh, and God. then, uh, and then, you know, like my my personal carriers, I, you know, I like I don't even have the same carrier, but I've watched them pull into my driveway in the rain and just hold a package out the window and drop it out the window, leave it in the middle of the driveway in the rain. You know, um, but then you know, like I said, they uh, they lost a bunch of. They, I mean, there, it was a letter. You know, it was in a standard letter envelope, and over two dozen of them never got to. The uh, the people that I sent them to. It's, uh, so so you eventually got them something and, and they're straightened away, right? Yeah. Beautiful. Well, but that was because like I found out that that had happened. You know, like uh, Joe Callahan called. He's like, "Hey, I never got anything. Uh, what's going on?" I'm like, "Oh shoot, you know, like I'll, I'll email it to you." Um, but then I I started calling. I had to then go down through the entire vendor list, you know, contact sure. list that I made to make sure that everybody got a freaking you know thing. Oh, what and, a pain. Like I said, and it, last count, I'm over. I think I'm over twenty four. So that's, uh, you know, we're about twenty percent that didn't never made it through, which is pretty pitiful. Eighty percent success rate for the post office. I would say that's it's not bad, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For government work, sure. <laughs> I mean, geez, you ever been the DMV? As somebody that works for the government, I'd say that's pretty good. Trust me. <laughs> so I guess we should look on the bright side. We got a pretty good list. Uh, it seems like the list didn't really change much. It looks like you got maybe one or two new ones, right? I did. Yeah, I got a couple new vendors. Um, pull this up. It's right pretty now. much status quo for the most part. But I mean, if you got it, read it off. Let's hear who's going to be there. Oh, I'm pull it up. Oh, boom, boom, boom. We have uh, Kalamazoo Boatworks, obviously. Uh, I'll just start at the top of the list here. Three Rivers Archery, Ace Archery Tackle. Um, we're going to have representation from the Broadhead Collectors Club. Um, Arrow Engineering, which is Aerofix out of Germany. They're coming back this year. Um, cool. Asbel Wool is planning on being there. Uh, I'm going to have BCY Strings and Mountain Muffler Bow Strings are going to be sharing the same booth. Steve Baker is bringing BCY yep. stuff. Um well, so BCY wasn't going to be able to make it because Reno is the week after, and uh, and uh, oh, ATA I think is the week before. So they just like they were like we can't be gone for that long. Um, so they weren't going to make it. And uh, I reached out to Steve, and 
had talked to Chad Weaver from BCY and they coordinated and Steve's going to bring a bunch of BCY, BCY stuff. So they're going to be have representation there as well. Um, bear what, archery. When, when's ATA? Is that this weekend or is it the weekend before you? I think it's the weekend before me. I'm, I'll be honest. I'm not a hundred percent. Has that always been that way? Yeah. It's normally a week or two weekends before. So I'm trying to like, it's ATA shot show or shot show ATA, then Kalamazoo, and Lancaster, and then uh, Kalamazoo and Lancaster in the same weekend, yeah. Yeah. Um, Bear Archer is going to be there. Black Widow, awesome. Uh, Bonafide targets. Um, I got a solid maybe on uh, Cannon Dota custom bows. Um, bum, bum, bum. Christian Bowhunters of America is going to be there. Uh, classic Sportsman's Wool or Classic Bowman Wool. Um, it's back and forth. Uh, he's supposed to be there. Compton Traditional Bowhunters, uh, DNM Custom Arrows, uh, Gary Hall. Um, nice. He's going to be one of my uh, speakers. Uh, he's going to be doing a uh, arrow building uh, seminar. Sweet. So uh, I got that. You should for go to that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, because he needs all the help in the world, right? I do, I do, and I'm okay with that. But holy shit. Wow, man. All right. Sorry, anyway. I saw that bus and I threw it right on you. You know what though? I, I guarantee I will go to that and I will learn something from Gary. So I'm okay with that. So you can go ahead and whatever. So anyway, carry on, Dave. Like you were saying, uh, Emerald Traditional Archery. Um, awesome. So they'll have quite a few of your uh, uh, supply needs there. Uh, John Gene Hopkins and John Cabisa are going to be there with their collections, their, their history collections. Uh, Great Northern Bow Company, Great Northern Quiver Company. Um, bum, 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 JP Enterprises. Uh, so Mr. Jim Piles will be there with all of yep. his wares. Uh, Java Man, uh, Greg will be there. JT Traditional Archery. Uh, we did Kalamazoo Bowworks. Kuyu is going to be there this year. Lost that's Nation. A new one. Ar- yep, that's a new one. Lost Nation Archery is going to be there. Michigan Bow Hunters, Michigan Long Bow Association, um, Michigan Traditional Bow Hunters, uh, Mountain Muffler Bowstrings, Navajo Longbows, New Wood Longbows. Northern Mist is supposed to be there. Um, I've got a maybe from Omnivore's Quivers. Um, Whoa. So back from, from the Harrisons there. Uh, Professional Bowhunter Society, uh, Lonnie's Recycled Recurves. He'll have his uh, bear archery display as well, and then he's the guy that takes care of any used bow sales there on um, the consignment uh, side. Yep. Um, Rhino Products, who does the uh, uh, Cordura bags and uh, bow cases. Uh, Safari Tough, uh, St. George Bows, Sock Trail Archery, Shootbox Sporting Goods is supposed to be there, Uh, Selway Archery, Shifty Seasonings, uh, Shrew Bows, Sparrow Designs, which is Spinrite, St. Joe River, and Thunderbird, Stalker, A&H, and Dryad will all be uh, same booth because, you know, obviously... Same uh, guy. South owns all those. Uh, Steamboat Super Sharpeners. uh, I want to check out. Jess is good stuff, and oh, yeah. today's sharp, amazing. Um, I sent <laughs> I, I, I sent uh, info to uh, TNK Hunting Gear and uh, Origin uh, Maine for their new hunt line as well, but I never heard anything back from those guys. So sadly, they're not going to be there. It's really open to kind of expand the uh, uh, expand the vendors and get uh, like more. Uh, hunting clothing, that kind of stuff, and, and that. But uh, Timberhawk bows will be there. Traditional Bowhunter magazine, True North arrows, uh, Wood arrows, uh, Chopper Chad will be yeah, there. Yeah, sweet. Um, 
I got a maybe from Weirwicky Archery as well. So that's the end of the list. Uh, I do have a few that I've called here in the last week, and I'm waiting to hear back from. Them. I might have to call them again, but um, you did say list. you did say Compton, right? I, I, yeah, yes, okay. Compton will be there. Awesome. Um, PBS too. and uh, PBS will be there. And Compton's booth, uh, Mike Mitten is there. Um, he's on their board, and he's in charge of their merchandise. Um, so he's going to be doing that, but he's also going to have some of his Herd Bull stuff, you know, his books and, and that kind of deal. And then uh, I'm going to have Kevin Bishop, who runs the uh, traditional uh, – oh, the Classic Archery Trade Show or whatever, um, which there is, is going to be done in conjunction with the Compton Big Game Classic this year. Um, he's going to have some of that information uh, in the Compton booth as well. Um, another new vendor that I don't have on the list yet is the Wildlife Outdoors. He does custom uh, like uh, elk antler um, – grunt tubes and uh turkey oh. calls um and also uh wing bone calls uh no i think he does pots okay, um, okay. like turning and that kind of stuff he might do uh wing bones i i, I, I didn't ask him but yeah. uh, he also does what did he say he did uh that like the digital taxidermy type deal i don't know if you've seen that no um, what's I, that I, I think it's where you send like pictures of your, you know, your your harvest, your 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 kill, your deer, yeah. um, like some of your tro- you know, your your hero photos. You send them to him, and he can he, he'll do a piece of art where like that deer's on the hoof and and like oh, walking sweet. through the woods type deal, or like you in a tree stand shooting it, shooting the deer. I I think I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Um, but talked with him for quite a while on the phone. He's a super cool dude, and uh, he's excited to be there. He's actually a tattoo artist, so he's uh, very artistic in general. Awesome. So. Um. Yeah, I think that that's it. Very at this cool. point for uh, that. Uh, speaker wise, I've got the Women in Traditional Bowhunting Roundtable, um, and I had a couple of my gals got injured and aren't going to be able to make it. So right now, I'm sitting with Carrie Doyle, Nancy Leah Woods, and Tracy Belowski. I'm working on getting a couple more uh, fine ladies to uh, step up and. Uh, Sit in on that uh, that round table uh, with them, but uh, we'll see how that goes. And then, oh, uh, that's the other one that's not on here. Stick Boys Podcast is going to have a booth with some swag and stuff in there because oh, um, cool. they're my third um, uh, presenter seminar. They're going to do a live re- live recording of their podcast in the seminar room. Uh, so live Q and A. They're going to be doing a mountain whitetail hunting with Nathan Killen. So. So does that mean we can go we can go heckle them? Mm-hmm. Excellent. Okay. Absolutely. Is the whole fact, uh, is everybody? You may want to reach out to Ethan because um, it's just going to be Ethan there um, from the Stick Boys. Uh, but you know, when he and I had initially talked, you know, we were thinking, you know, maybe you guys could do like a super show type deal where, you know, if if I don't know, if, well, Nebel's not with the push anymore, but like if the push guys were there and you guys were there, like if there was a handful of you podcasters all wanting to kind of do one podcast together, um, but you may reach out to him and see if you if you guys are interested in uh, doing a podcast with them. I'm just going to take the compliment that we could be part of a super podcast. Yeah, well, now, now, hold up. Nobody wants to listen to us. You know, we, we have <laughs> nothing to offer, right? Well, then why am I on here? <laughs> 
<laughs> you said beautiful. yes. I mean, we asked. You said yes. We're like, wow, what is he thinking? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but I also have – there's a couple other uh, uh, vendors that I've talked to that are possible maybes. And um, uh, as a matter of fact, one of them I called – who was it? Uh, anyway, I talked to – I called left a message and uh, – his wife called me back. Uh, the, the Boyer's out of town until um, Friday, but they've never been to Kalamazoo, and they, she's like, he might just want to do that. So they've been awesome. to Compton a few times, but uh, Kalamazoo might be a good one for them. So cool. yeah, we might cool. not, might have another Boyer in there, too. Awesome. So a, sol- a like- solid lineup, man. Shaver? Absolutely. I was just going to say, sounds like growth in the vendor territory. I think so. Um, I think we checked all the boxes of everybody was there last year, and like I said, we added a few. So that's uh, look, it's make, making me feel better. So, has anything changed from maybe how Bob did it to how you are going to go about it? I know the hours changed a little bit on Friday. Yeah, I which was a good move. I, I rolled them back to two. Like you know, as a vendor, being there at noon. I mean, and even for the guys that the attendees, that noon start time, it was just dead for the first couple hours um it doesn't really give you a chance to as a vendor it didn't really give you a chance to eat so uh, this year it's so hard getting out of bed before noon so i mean i'm glad you rolled it back to be fair chris and i will just barely be getting into michigan at noon (laughs) so we're leaving his place at like three in the morning morning. so we all you know there's a lot of our vendors that don't get there until Friday morning, so right. they're trying to get their booths set up. And, and to start at noon, it was it's it's just difficult. Like I said, yeah. try to get your booth set up, get uh, get some food in you, that kind of deal. Um, so this year, I'm actually I'm doing uh, a catered uh, lunch for the vendors um, on Friday afternoon, and we're going to awesome. do a, a, a vendor meeting and uh, just kind of introduce myself, kind of go over you know. Hey, look, if anybody has any uh, ideas or, or you know anything that we can make the the show better, um, I'll be uh, all ears. And um, anyway, so yeah, we uh, two to six this year um, for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday times are the same zero uh, nine hundred to seventeen hundred on Saturday and zero nine to twelve hundred on uh, Sunday. So convert that, Schaefer. <laughs> um, Nine to. <laughs> Okay. Nine to five and nine, nine, nine to five, nine to noon. And, and, and Fridays, uh, what time? Two o'clock. Yeah, two to six. Two to six, perfect. All right, so um, man, that sounds awesome. I got to ask you a question. What, what were people like when you took this over and you started calling, reaching out to to vendors? Did did they know you took it over and like were were they expecting a call from you? How 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 much of a challenge did you run into putting this thing together? Some did, some didn't. Um, as a matter of fact, I had a few like uh, Aerofix they didn't know, and because I never, I I didn't get the the list that Bob had had mm-hmm. of people that had previously been vendors. And I guess they they had uh, Aerofix had been there four or five years ago, before COVID and all that stuff. Yep. I mean, obviously, yeah. international yeah. travel was a pain the last couple of years. Um, but uh, <clears throat> so like they had actually reached out to, I think they reached out to Bobby. Or they made somebody. I had a few that reached out to Bob, and he gave them my information. And then some, some there, there was a couple that reached out to Eric McKee um, because he has great northern quivers now. I'd reached out to him, and he gave them my information. Um, 
you know, they cool. didn't realize. They, you know, they just called Great Northern Quivers. Didn't realize that you know Bob had sold that too, and then of course with the with the Expo stuff. So, yeah, um, I think he said something about that. But yeah, that Bob that's, went zero to a hundred real quick. Yeah, yeah, he was he's just ready to get out. So yeah. it, it is what it is. Um, you know, uh, hopefully he shows up and we get to see his pretty face. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be uh, a lot more relaxed than he has been the last few years with uh, between running the show and then having oh, a booth. Yeah. Um, it is been a lot more work than i was expecting um you know when i when i when bob approached me with the offer um i asked him i was like you know about how many hours you know how much work is this gonna be and he's like yeah i normally have about 40 hours into it but you know before the weekend type deal um and i that's probably once you have things smooth sailing and you just do yeah, the same thing every year yeah i've built I, I've probably got somewhere 200 to 250 hours into it at this point. So, yeah. um, dang, it's it, honestly, it's been, it's been enough of a pain and it's been enough, it's so much work that like I, it, my shop days, I've been dealing with expo stuff and I've not been able to get bows done. Like I need to, I'm honestly, I'm not sitting real great for uh, stock bows for the, for expo. So it, uh, but it is what it is. So we were We're there last year. There's an expo. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is the uh, the shooting all going to be the same as it was last year? As far as like yeah. practice yeah. bows, yeah, oh. the practice range and all practice that stuff range. will be there. Or, uh, uh, test range will be there. Uh, Lonnie, will he be there? Yep. Lon- yep. Lonnie will be there. That was okay. recycle recurve. So okay. Oh, well, no, that's right. That's right. Um, and then uh, I actually got the flint nappers coming back this year too. So oh, cool. we'll have flint nappers there as well. Um, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it, it's turning out to be you know it, like I said it's really coming together. I feel like I'm screwing up at you know every turn, but you know it, it's it's all learning and and it's uh, it's good. I'm uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to get past this week. <laughs> you know, get past the weekend. In all honesty, but uh, it, it, and just take a little bit of a respite. But uh, it's. Uh, yeah, it's good. We're like I said, we're I'm excited. We're excited. Um, at this point, we're just starting to finalize stuff. I got uh, working out the contract with the uh, Rod and Drape people now. I've got you know uh, got the, the the catered lunch taken care of this week. Uh, Expo Center's taken care of at this point. Now I'm just working on finishing up my floor layout and uh, be good. So awesome. Your, your Jersey Mike's order for Saturday that I'm going to probably end up running and getting. <laughs> Heck yeah. yeah! Just let me know, um, man. It, it, I imagine. I imagine once you get this this one under your belt, it, it'll just start flowing after this. I mean, yeah. I imagine the first one is probably incredibly overwhelming. Take it on yeah. an endeavor like this. You know, it's funny. You, we, like I, I no, but I doubt. I doubt most of the people think about stuff like how much it takes to put in the Kalamazoo or how much it takes to put in the Etar or all, all these shoots and stuff. There's a boatload of work involved, and it's more than just that week. Oh, no, absolutely. I mean, and you're dealing with the different personalities, all the different vendors, and, um, you know, what they want, what the, because everybody's got a request, um, and you try and, uh, try and make everybody as happy as you can, but obviously you're not going to make everybody happy. Um, you know, it's just been, it's, yeah, it's one thing after another, but it's, uh, it'll be good. I'm, I'm like I said, I'm excited to get through the weekend and be done with it uh, for you know the, this initial. Um, yep. 
Get it under your belt. It, it should be, you know, next year should go a heck of a lot easier. I've got all the contact info. I've got all the vendor stuff. So I, all I have to do is change a few things on the, uh, you know, on Dates the contract. And and, back it know, up. Back um, it up on a second hard drive. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, well, that's I, I. All of that stuff is now saved, uh, you know, on my OneDrive, so I, I can access it from anywhere on that. So. Perfect. But assuming um, the grid doesn't crash, you'll be all right. Yeah, you know, if the cloud decides it wants to rain on me, well, I'm, I'll be screwed. But. We we lost we lost <laughs> wedding photos and all kinds of crap in a uh, recent hard drive crash, and uh, yeah. more importantly, though, yeah, podcast no. episodes were lost. Podcast the first the first twenty episodes were lost. Oh no! Yeah, it's terrible. Luckily, they're on the interwebs. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I Those do, are the edited versions, though. Yeah, they were the, the finished correct. episodes. Yeah, they weren't the well, even the even the dirty ones, like the ones that weren't edited, they were also lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, terrible. Yeah, that sucks. Eh, whatever shit happens. You said so, you said that as weirdly as possible. I just want you to know me? that. Yeah, the dirty ones. The dirty ones, <laughs> like the ones that were, weren't weren't edited. The, the filth was not removed. <laughs> uh, oh, so, yeah, I mean, like I said, we're excited. Um, you know, be new faces at the door for you this year. Uh, my older daughters and my wife are going to be running the... Uh, um, oh, the... the you admissions. Know, admissions. And uh, dealing that, uh, I've got to get, I've got to line up uh, some other helpers, you know, somebody to, to check bows or whatever Bob did. I, you know, I'll be honest, like I, I never brought anything to sell, so I never really worried about that. And normally, <laughs> I got there, you know, like uh, a lot of times I was, you know, I'm coming in the side door. Make <laughs> sure you get a, a tall guy with long arms to string fifty bows. <laughs> right. I uh, when I walked in last year and I was selling a bow that I couldn't reach, um, they just were like. You go right, and they pointed me to the right, and it, it basically took me right to Lonnie, and who was checking okay. bows in. So basically, there was a person like pointing people to Lonnie, where you had to go. He also, you know, he went left. You left, left, yeah, left. I was using yeah, my left. right hand, but what I meant was left because I was looking. I was looking at the door towards the parking lot, but that's not actually where I was coming from. So anyway, so yeah, they were like, yeah, you go left, and that's where Schaefer bolted out and left me high and dry. I feel like what. What was different for people who had checked bows for Lonnie? I don't know if it was a wrist color, like the wrist nothing, color nothing, was different. Nothing, nothing, nothing. It was put just it, the direction you went? There was a tag. Oh, man, if I remember right, you put a tag in the bow and you had a, a receipt or something to go with it. And they took your name. Obviously, they took all your information, the price you wanted for the bow or whatever. Yeah. If I remember right, though, I think I think Lonnie gave me some kind of receipt or something. And okay. That's it. That was it. I paid for my entry, and that was it. I was about to say, because I know I had ordered a little kid's bow for one of my friend's uh, daughters, and uh, Tracy, right? At, yeah, St. Joe. Yeah, yeah. She she wrote me a receipt, even though I had already paid for it, just to help me get yeah. through. Well, I'm the, sure they're, yeah, they're checking that. that. That's one thing that's always good about it. It's kind of funny. It's, it's sad that, that you got to think about these things, but... At the same time, Kalamazoo last year and did a really good job of making sure that people walking out with stuff had a a, a receipt to go with it. You know, so well, no- it, you know, and, and it, the show was a bit different than going to one of the shoots or whatever. I mean, like we get people just in off the street. You know, they, they, you hand them a bow and it, hope they bring it back. Right, and, and it's uh, you know it. 
the the expo center has it on their website you know and, and being that i've got an event on facebook for it and that kind of deal you know it's it's being seen by you know tens of thousands of people in the greater kalamazoo area or you know within an hour of me not and, just uh, our traditional you know, community not, ju- not just traditional they could be you know somebody that's shot a compound or somebody that's heard about it over at dnr sports or whatever and um you know so they're coming to check it out and and you know not that People that aren't in the traditional community are not as honest, but you know there are bad people everywhere. And you, yeah, you know, I, I but, think that early on there were some issues. There, there were a few bows that walked off. So um, the uh, the receipt thing is kind of key. mandatory at this point. Yeah, it's yeah. it's key. I mean, I I, I was always blown away by it. It makes sense. That's also why um, they started having Lonnie do the consignments versus like early on uh, in the early 2000s, people were still walking. Like they, they would walk in with like two or three bows over the shoulder and just walk around with a for sale sign on the things. And, um, but you never know, you know, like they're, they're not doing receipts and um, you know, so you you don't know if one gets stolen or, you know, if if it actually got sold or, you know what I mean? It just, it's unfortunate, but that happens. Yeah. Yeah. No, they did a really good job of, of – I, I, that was one thing I picked up on. I was like, wow, that's really cool They're, They because they, they checked my bags, my receipts and everything. And I was like, yep. that really protects the vendors, and that was cool to see. So, I mean, it's – usually that's something you don't have to worry about within the traditional community. For some crazy reason, we all seem to be honest, which I like, and mm-hmm. that's part of the attraction. But um, but thankfully, they were, they were they did a really good job about that, so I was pretty psyched. Yeah. Um, so what what else we want to hit on Schaefer? I know you and I had a couple questions, but you got the vendors, got that taken mm-hmm. care of. That's out of the way. Shooting range, that's taken care of. Yep. ML, MLA will have their youth shooting area, area I heard, as well. I saw so that. You that's bring cool. Bring the kids, and they're going to have their big Bose, shooting range for bows shooting and arrows so. provided. Yep. Awesome. Yep. Um, that that brings up another. I remember last, or I feel like there was a thing where they like asked you not to bring your own bows. Yes, there's no reason to bring Correct. your own bows. Yeah, no, bring arrows. Not, yeah, you can bring arrows, bring a glove, bring a tab, bring an arm guard or whatever. Um, you know, it, but I'll be honest, like as you know, from a boyer's perspective, I've got test arrows um, that I know they may not be what you're shooting, but if you're just grabbing a stock bow. The arrows that you're shooting off of your normal bow may not tune out of this one anyway. So why don't you let me give you, you know, three arrows and then you can go shoot those. Yeah. Um, that and some guys want to bring a half dozen arrows and it it, it ties up the range. Uh, yeah. bow, bow testing range. I was about to say last year I think it was you shot three arrows, you got your arrows, you shot another three arrows, and then you were off the line. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Unless there was no line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you just get back in line yeah, and go back Saturday, through. Yeah, the line was freaking out the damn door. It so, was, yeah. yeah, yeah. If you want to buy a bow, Friday. Friday. Or if you want to test shoot bows, Friday. Yeah. yeah. Friday or Sunday are definitely two of the better days. Sunday, um, one of the issues we've always had is some some of the vendors want to, you know, they got longer drives or whatever. I get it. Sure, um, sure. You know, they want to start breaking down and get out. And um, so if you show up on Sunday – you may end up missing out on a few vendors. If you're there Friday, if you're there Saturday, you're going to see everybody. So, yep. you know, if you honestly, Friday is a great day. First thing in the morning on Saturday is a great day to uh, test post too. And honestly, if you feel like you can live your life without going to one of the seminars during the seminars is a great time to test shoot bows too. 
Yeah, that's true. D- Dave, let me ask you a question, man. As a guy who's been a vendor for years and years and years, obviously you're going there to sell bows, but what's one thing you look forward to every year for the for the bow expo? Saturday night dinner. <laughs> Not the four seasons? No. <laughs> the after dinner? No. It's dinner. No, well, yeah, the, the 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 dinner on Saturday night that we do, um, you know, it's it's the camaraderie, the the, you know, it's 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 my family. It's it's the family reunion portion yep. of it. Yep. Yep. And um, you know, every year, it's for the last fifteen years or so, maybe longer. I mean, we we get a group of of twenty or so, and we all go out to dinner together. And um, after dinner, then we all go back to one of the you know whatever hotel everybody's yep. staying at, and and you know everybody brings you know some of this or yep. you know six pack or whatever, and we all sit around and we drink and we BS and we catch up. And um, you know, before I was um, <clears throat> a vendor, you know, with the Boyer side of things. Uh, you know, in the from like 2000 till like 2010, 2012, um, my dad and I were running the PBS booth. Um, so we would do that, um, but that was easy to get in and out of. <laughs> and uh, Kevin Barr and I um, and Tubby would uh, we'd all go day drinking on Saturday afternoon. Like it was about lunchtime, you know, 11, 11:30. You know, we'd hop in my truck or hop in my Jeep and head downtown and, and grab some lunch and have a few beers here, go to another bar, have a couple more beers, show back up at the expo center about three thirty, four o'clock, you know, get, you know, figure out what the, uh, the, the dinner plans were and head out to dinner. So that was always enjoyable. I, and I do miss day drinking with bar and, uh, he does look like quite the tubby. I, there, I don't know. There, there's one good thing that came out of last year's. Well, I don't know if it's good. But there's one thing that came out of last year's, and, that, and that's this. The, the Broken Arrow yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was formed at Kalamazoo. Um, but it was it was funny. I remember last year when we got there, and, and we did a quick loop, and and and, and we were like, okay, we're, we, we saw everything. <laughs> and and we were there for like, like 15 minutes. minutes and Schaefer's like, Schaefer and I are like, all right, now what? And then the next thing you knew... The night was over because we uh-huh. we just started BSing with people and you just start well, so, seeing friends and it's just that's that is you're you're spot on when you say the camaraderie I would screw that word up but the your, your friends and all the people you meet or the people you meet on social media and you never meet in person until one of these events pops up and then all of a sudden right. you're sitting there BSing with everybody all night it's awesome and then as always height's always the first thing it's like wow I you looked a lot taller on Instagram or wow you looked a lot shorter on Instagram. Yeah, that has nothing Probably. to do with you, Chris. That's yeah. just like, it's, it, it's always one of the media, things. So, like, yeah, you know, everybody that you know, it, I guess I didn't never had any of that, but um, oh, yeah, it's uh, like, but you know, like I can walk around that damn you know building a hundred times before I was a vendor and never get tired of it. And, you know, you well, see somebody else and, and you just start chatting and how, catching up. And one of the things with the expo that you don't have at the shoots you know the the is the camping side of things you know like after compton you know everybody can go back to the fire campsite and yep. you know fire and, and and hang out and you don't have that and uh so it, that portion of it during the day during the during the expo is is more um you'll see a lot of guys you know there's tables up next to the concession stand Guys, just going, you know, sitting up at the tables up there, catching up and BSing. You yeah. Know? I remember last year we get there, 
and I had already been there once, and this is Chris's first year, and it's the first year it happened after COVID. So I walk in, and I'm trying to think if there's the same amount of vendors as the last time I was there, and I just turn around, and I look at Chris, and I'm like, man, I hope you have a good time, and I hope you thought this was worth it in the end. And after that first <laughs> loop, I was a little bit nervous, and then it just kept getting better after that. Oh, it was totally worth it. It was totally worth it. We had such a good time. I mean, just hanging out at your booth, Dave, Dave and, and talking to all the people that came by, and right. it was just – it was. Totally. And then we went out to dinner Friday night. I think we we got well, we went out for pizza or something Friday night. Yeah, we went out for pizza Friday night. And we ended up at Four Winds and, and everybody was there. It was funny though, like we walked we walked Schaefer and I walked around that place a hundred laps Friday. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until Friday night when we ran into Chad and I was like, Holy crap, you're here? He's like, Yeah, you didn't see me today. I was I had a booth. I completely like here I am doing lap after lap after lap, and I was still able to miss people. So, yeah. it, it, I mean, like, yeah, take your time walking around there. Yeah, but uh, yep. yeah, it, it was it was that was that was awesome. That was it was just and so Saturday I had a whole new perspective walking in there to see who else I missed because I was just I mean <laughs> and you know what it is you're walking and the next thing you know you run into somebody and you skip like four booths because you're sitting there bsing. Right. And the you like that. last year we were there the entire day Friday and the entire day Saturday. Yeah, yeah. We will be this year too. Yes. And then we're We've like hitting the road the very, very ass early crack Sunday. <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> I am leaving the state of Vermont Thursday after work, and I will be at work Monday. <laughs> it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a whirlwind, but that's all right. That's what, you know, if you guys didn't carpool, it'd be a heck of a lot quicker for you to uh, just shoot across Canada and then. He, would you so make it two hours? So Chris is about two hours out of the way. I'd say I'm worth two hours, Dave. Oh no! I, My company so, is oh, worth only two hours out of the way. Yeah, yeah. Because Chris is Chris is on the way enough to make it not bad. Like well, I have, I have two friends. If you crossed at Buffalo or Niagara and shot straight across, you come in through Windsor. Um, you know, because remember, I used to live in Massachusetts. I lived in Massachusetts for a year and a half. Dave, don't ruin we, this for me. He's driving this year. Um, it, it, it was legitimately six hours quicker to go through Canada than it was to go down and around Erie and, and Ontario. But but he offered to drive this year, so don't ruin this on me. <laughs> I so, always end up driving. But you, well, you could drive up and meet him. That's just true. Then, then it's a 20-hour drive for, for Chris. <laughs> It's it, it'll be probably fifteen and a half or sixteen hours on the road, which isn't a big deal. It is kind of funny. I have some friends in southern Vermont that are also going to Kalamazoo. Is that confirmed? Is, I believe so. Excellent. I I believe it is quicker for me to meet Chris and then go to Michigan than it would be for me to meet them in southern Vermont they're in and Madison, then go to yeah. Michigan because they're three hours south of me. Because so, there's okay. no interstate that takes you. Can, mm-hmm. can, we, can we make that announcement? Ken and Ed? The Monty, the, the Monty special is going to be at Kalamazoo. Is this true? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were texting. No, it was on Ed's post. Does Ed know what, he, what he's getting? Well, no, Ed knows what he's getting into. It's all right. I, I believe they, they said they were going, but it, it's still pretty funny. Yeah. I really hope they are. Uh, they're, they're a good group of solid guys. people. Yeah. Yeah. If you need a good time, just have Ken around you. He'll fall eventually. <laughs> Chris just barely missed it, Dave. 
this past year at Etar, Ken was shooting off of that steel barrel. Oh yeah, and uh, he didn't quite get off of it successfully. Oh no! And, and Chris had just Slumped said the dismount. Oh, yeah, my wife was leaving, so I had to bail real quick and say goodbye to her before she pulled out. About three and, minutes later. <laughs> yeah, three. I missed it by like three minutes. Pure gold. Uh, um, you did get to see Gunny fall though. So I, yeah, Gunny fell in the same spot, so that was all right. It was good. Um, what else we got? Uh, what else are you looking forward to, Dave? Getting it over with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Said in a positive manner. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I, breathing. I, 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 yeah, I need some breathing room. It's, it's been, it's been a heck of a fall and winter here so far. I, we've not had a healthy household since the beginning of November. I, you know, it's one kid's got the rotating sicknesses through the kids and Kate ended up with COVID and then she ended up with pneumonia and, Ugh. It's just it, it it's just been one thing after another. Nobody's getting any good sleep. At least she and I aren't. Um, of course, not that the kids are either. If, when they're up and doing their thing, um, I just I'm ready to stress level to go down a little bit. Um, get this kind of off my back, and um, I, I feel like it's it, it's coming down already. Yeah. You know, as we're getting closer, or things are finalizing. It, it it's getting better already. Um, but yeah, I'm looking for. A breather, you know, take a, and I'll still be in the bow shop working on bows um, in a couple of weeks after, but not having to think about expo for two weeks. Yeah. You know? yeah. But once you get there Friday and that whole, that whole vendor meeting's over and you can just kind of kick back, see people and sell bows, you're going to be happy. Yeah. Well, and, but it, it's going it, to, somebody's going to have something to gripe and then they're going to come find me or I'm going to uh, have you'll to go be all right. deal with something. You know, it, it, it is what it is. It, you yeah. Know, um, it's part of being a business owner. It, it, it's it's the cost of being human, as my grandpa would say. Mm-hmm. But um, is that why you grew the beard back out so everybody knew? There's Dave. <laughs> no, I. You know, honestly, I. Why did I shave it off? I I, I don't even remember why. Was that like I, I, complete that was, shave? Oh, I remember. Yeah, no, I, I shaved. Dave. I was bare skin. Bare. Oh, wow. I do. I do remember the the short beard. It, like every time I walked by Dave, I know what it was. It was. I did uh, not recognize Dave. I went. To, <laughs> I was. I went to trim my mustache. I was using electric trimmers. I normally just do it with a uh, with scissors. Yeah. And uh, it Something got a little happened. short. On, it got a little short on one side, and I tried to even it out, and never goes nothing well. against n- never n- nothing against the Amish look, you know. But it's just not for me, you know. That that like really tight shave on the mustache mm-hmm. and the beard this long, it just it's not my deal. And, I don't know uh, if I've ever seen a ginger Amish guy. Hmm, I have totally, definitely. Yeah. But you don't live in yeah. Pennsylvania, yeah? We got lots of Amish people around here. <laughs> but yeah, so I just said, screw it, I'll start over and. You know, so I shaved it off, and uh, we, I mean, we started. I, I think I had my haircut day. at the same time. You know, somewhere around that same. Did, did they put time. a bowl in your head at the same time? No. Oh, okay. Second. No, I just. I, but I, I didn't have a beard, and I go to the, um, you know, I go to my barber. He does my beard, you know, line up and trim, you know, for me as much as my hair. And I was like, screw it. If I'm just going to grow my beard, I'm just going to grow my hair. I'll just let it go for as long as I want to, and when I'm ready to get rid of it, I'll get rid of it. So, See when you snap yeah, out and can't handle long hair. Yeah, it's getting there. It looks um, good. I like it. It, it. It's long as it's ever been. I mean, I'm. It, it's it's different. It's hard for hat. Like hats don't want to stay on my head. Um, that, that's what gets me to cut my hair. Is once hats no longer have a nice fit. Yeah, yeah, hair's gone. That's a nice yeah, hat, by I the know. way. I mean, this my, my, Isn't it is though? yours camo too? It yeah, is. Yeah, camo. Same hat. Look, look at that. We, we we messaged beforehand, Shaver. 
Twinsies. We coordinated. Twinsies. Yes. But, I think uh, Dave and I actually grew our beard from the same time. He's a little ahead of me. <laughs> just, a, just a couple inches. <laughs> Uh, but uh, no, I think I'm I'm gonna plan on getting an appointment to get uh, get my hair chopped uh, before nah. the daddy daughter dance. Let it go. Oh, I, wow. I want I want to look I want to look smart for the for the girls. Yeah, you got to look a little responsible. I got a work trip next week, so I think I need to trim my beard a little bit and make it a little less wild. Because Amelia kinda... screwed. I'm gonna show up with my patchy beard and a freaking camo cut off, sleeves ripped <laughs> off, just classic Schaefer look right there. Mm-hmm. The best part about shaving your beard with a kid is that they don't recognize you. And so it's funny that that first day, um, them, you know, realizing what you did, that it, it's you. Yeah. Um, it's, it's stinking hilarious. I mean, I, I'm, my oldest or my youngest three had never seen me without a beard. Yeah, my son's never seen me without one. Um, my dad used to do that to me every su- or summer. He'd grow a a decent beard for you know hunting season mm-hmm. and then it would usually go all the way through winter and then just one random day he would come home from work clean shave no hair it, there was a high shock value to it every year yep but yeah so like i said this yeah looking forward to getting through this and uh getting things prepped for next year and uh It'll be a lot easier when you can just hit the print button. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We had a good deer season. I I haven't been out, you know. uh, Yeah, we uh, should catch up on that real quick. Ended on the first. um, And I actually, I hadn't been out since November 15th. I I did the entire second half of the season. I didn't get out. But uh, I got lucky. You know, I was lucky enough. I uh, I took two does with my longbow. um, One in October, one in November. And then... uh, Knocked down a real nice doe with my shotgun on the um, our firearms opener with uh, Bill and Katrina uh, wearing the blind Perfect. with me, so that was cool for them. And uh, yeah, did you go anywhere this year? I did not. Oh. Uh, just too busy. And uh, we, I planned on going to Bois Blanc again, and uh, that fell through. Um, just that's what I was trying to remember if that happened this year or not. Yeah, because Travis was going to come with uh, Styles and. Yep. Uh, Dean was supposed to go, but Dean couldn't figure. He had a couple weddings and stuff, and he couldn't. Uh, he couldn't figure out time frame that it would work. And Travis was back and forth between that and the LBL, and you know he ended up going LBL. I, my buddy Jumbo was going to come. Well, he was considering it, and he couldn't figure it out either. So I was like, you know what, screw it. Um, Twenty twenty-three, it is. Yep. And honestly, you know, taking a week off and going away um, when I was as deep into the uh, expo stuff as I was wasn't wasn't a good deal or a good idea anyway. So yep, yeah, so that's good. Well, so it was a solid year, and we got a good expo to look forward to. Yep. yep. I know we are progressively getting more excited as we get closer. I'm very very excited. Yeah, I got I got a quick. I'm excited to see you guys. I was honestly I was really disappointed when uh, you, when Chris had texted me. I was like, you know, hey, we're not going to make it this no, year. Well, you know, I was it, bummed. It, it, it was that. actually kind of it was funny because like for like we said, I mean we we weren't planning on going, and then I sent Chris a text message one night. I'm like, 
what did I say? It, it came I'm down to bad thoughts about it, going to Kalamazoo, and Chris just sent me a text back. If it helps, I can go. It came down to like <laughs> vacation time because obviously my family and I do a lot of stuff together. We try to take it. I mean, the three of us try to do as much trips and things like that together as possible. Plus, I do guitar and sawmill. And it came down to me having very little vacation time. And Schaefer, Schaefer's wonderful wife just popped out a child. And he's like, dude, I don't think I should be bolting across. That was a very delicate way of saying that, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Popped out a child. Popped out a child. And he, I think he was feeling the guilt about leaving her for a weekend. And he's like, oh, I don't know about this year. He's like, I've been, you well, know. So that being, this is going to make me sound terrible. That didn't faze me too much. I also, <laughs> <laughs> like I said. I, I knew it would be a quick trip. Well, was, at, the, at the time when when I was thinking, it was like it last was vacation year. vacation time for me, too. We left, we left Thursday last year. We made a four-day event out of it. Yeah, because you guys came up and hung out at the we shop. We hung out at your shop Thursday hours. night. Yeah, we're. I mean, so so that, in my mind, Kalamazoo was a four-day event. And Schaefer's yeah. like, he's like, oh, I don't know. I texted Chris saying, I can do it if, we, if I only take Friday off. And, right. And this is about... A month after I texted you and was like, "Yeah, but we're not making. It. I'm sorry." And I was like, "I I wanted to go. I know I wanted to go." And I was like, "I I, I can go if you want to go." And he's like, "All right, we're going." <laughs> so I quit. Not, not many people want to drive that far so, in so, that height of a time schedule. Yeah, so I no, quit, I quick well, made the- and, and especially with the weather. You know, the possibility of inclement weather mm-hmm. it, it really scares a lot of people off. Um, which is part of why, um. I think we talked about this the last time I was on that um, I'm trying to push get the get the dates moved into February, but at this point we're not going to know anything about that until after the shows that are in February at the Expo Center this year happen, or yeah. um, you know whether or not they're going to continue or not. So yeah, um, you, you know, kind of put it in a request and see if it fits the uh, right. Yeah, yeah, that'd I'm, be cool. Talked with uh, talk with the director there, and she's she's more than willing to work with me. And she's like, you know, I'd, I and I asked her about it um, when I you know paid for the expo center and all that stuff uh, a couple weeks ago. And she's like, um, she said, you know, I won't I won't know anything until February. You know, that maybe late January, February. You know, when I see you again, but um, we'll we'll find out here soon. But that'd be uh, nice because that would free up the Lancaster uh, mixture. Yeah, Which, absolutely. It would. It, well, you know, and there's another big outdoor show. It's the the I, I can't remember what the heck the name is. Uh, but there's there's another big outdoor show in Grand Rapids an hour away. You know, up that at same DeVos, weekend. So that yeah. same weekend. Yeah, you know, I, so I, do you think it, it, it ties up a lot of people that they could. It might, you know, it might not be traditional people, but they might be interested in coming and learning. They're outdoorsy about it. people, right? Yeah. Do you think Lancaster would would if if you weren't on the same weekend as Lancaster? Do you think you'd gain a lot of people? I think you would gain some. I would like to hope at least a couple hundred. I don't think I so. Mean, I think you'd gain probably about twenty, thirty. Because if you think well, about it, the people who are attracted how many bare bow people are there? Like not many. I think. I think. I think the year I shot in it, there was a hundred people, if I'm right. We just broke a hundred, and that was twenty nine, twenty twenty. So Lancaster 2020. is a like an oh yeah because yeah. So Lancaster, off. Lancaster, the classic is compounds, Olympic recurve, and barebow. Right. And, and then there's this, there's a few people that shoot longbows, and they're called the longbow outlaws, but they're not a legit class. So you right. have, say, in in the outlaws, you probably have like thirty guys, right? Mm-hmm. 
maybe, maybe 30 guys and gals, maybe, maybe more, but I doubt it. I bet you're, you're right around the 30 mark. Well, it's uh, a very this way, you, you put it this way for me. Um, it would be easier for me to get speakers as well. Um, I was, yeah. I, I had, I had Tom Klum lined up to be one of my presenters. Um, but he had to back out because he's, you know, he's coach and he's got some of his shooters shooting at Lancaster and they asked him to come and coach. So he's like, Hey, I really want to do it, Dave, but I've got it. And I'm like, I, I 100% get it. I 100% get it. You know, it, like he, you're, he's, you're a coach and they want their coach there. So for you to do that is 100% cool with me. Um, it just sucks because we lost that. You know, I talked to Joel Turner about possibly coming and doing a seminar. Um, he's coaching Bodie. Um, I'd like know. to state my chuckle earlier was a direct result of what Chris is doing on the screen and not, not what Dave was saying. Anything. Not doing anything. <laughs> but, uh, you know, but, you know, when it comes to speakers and that kind of deal, when you don't have another big show, this yeah. Weekend. The, no even, even if I gained fifty to hundred more attendees, it'd be worth it. Or you know, how many vendors are at uh, Lancaster? That uh, the majority of them are are barebow people. Like like I think Gilo has a booth. Hoyt has a booth. Guys like that. But, you know, WF. But Hoyt could. But Hoyt could have CDR a booth, tree. You know, it, it, and, and honestly, I didn't. I, I didn't even think to send uh, Hoyt a, uh, a vendor info packet. But why? You know, Hoyt could be there. But are they going to split their team or whatever and send one to Lancaster well, and one to the Expo? You um, you, uh, you picked up uh, Kuyu, which is great because mm-hmm. I, I I thoroughly love them. Um, I would like to see how they fit larger people. Yeah, and that's it. Uh, and that's the nice thing with Kuyu being there. They don't typically because they've been to a few of the shoots here in Michigan. Yeah, um, and they were at Etar this year. They were at Etar and, and they were at Sawmill. Right, and they don't bring anything to actually sell. Just to try you on. Can order there. You, yeah. you you can. They've got all the sizes to try on. You can order there, and I think it's free shipping. There's free shipping, um, possibly a small discount. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about Sika? Have you have you approached them at all? They do not do trade shows anymore. I did. So really, Chris would want yep. you to bring Sicko. No, I'm he's just a, curious. He's I'm a just fanboy. I'm not a fanboy. Um, uh, they make nice stuff. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I, no. I, I, well, I'll be honest. Like, and, and I brought it up. I didn't. So I didn't talk to Sicko directly. I talked to one of their uh, pro staff or whatever, mm-hmm. um, who's a family friend. And um, is he an influencer? No, um, he's just uh, you know he, normal dude. He, Got it. Noted. Yeah, normal dude. Um, and he's actually he had actually brought Sitka stuff in years past, and I said, you know, hey, is Sitka interested in having a booth this year? And he's like, they don't do trade shows anymore; they just don't. Um, so, like, you know, going to be there. So, I mean, like your direct yeah. competition is going to be there, and you're fine with just letting it go. I'm like, it it doesn't make a lot of business sense to me, but it is what it is. So yeah, I like um, Kuya, so I'm thrilled they're going to be there. That's great. But I thought Origin would be a, a a huge hit. I mean, for their hunt line, and then just for their their typical, uh, you know, their their everyday, you know, their durable goods line. You know, it's all and, made in America, and that you know that stuff that, that falls in line with our community. And I really was hoping that I could get that pulled off, but I, I wasn't able to pull that out of my magic hat this and year. And by, so. by the amount of uh, Jocko Go that you drink, Go, what is it? Yeah, Jocko Disclingo. Yeah, I mean, I think he kind of owes you. Yeah, you know, Pete. Pete owes me. Come on, man. Just saying. So. But, um, no, I mean it's just well, you know, I'm. I hate to say I'm a fanboy, but you know, I I I do I, I appreciate their their stuff, and I like you know I like Heck yeah, I, you know I like the made in America aspect of it. I mean, I got more of it than I need to, um, but 
one of the, like I'd like to get my hands on their hunt line before I pull the trigger on it. And yep. you know, that's one thing that I think a lot of guys want is like I need I want to be able to put this on. I want to see how it how, see it. how yeah. it feels. Yeah. I mean I can buy a sight unseen, you know, based on pictures online or whatever. Um, and support your company, but I'd really, you know, when I've already got thousands of dollars, you know, tied up into, you know, uh, hunting gear and clothes, before I pull the trigger and drop another thousand bucks on something else and mm-hmm. sell all this stuff, uh, it'd be nice. really, it'd, it'd be nice to, you know, get my hands on it. And, and I think, you know, like going to a trade show and talking to guys, finding out what the consumer actually wants. I mean, that's one of the, th- I hate to say one of the problems with the direct-to-consumer thing, but the direct-to-consumer thing and when you're just dealing with social media and you're not talking to people like it face-to-face, you're not catching – you're getting, I don't know, drive-bys, you know, drive-by recommendations from uh, people on social media um, that probably aren't your actual targeted demographic. Hashtag influencers. <laughs> right. Um it, uh, I, I don't know. I think it, it would have been a great fit, and I think that they'd have done really well at the shoot. Yeah, early yeah. Show, but. Well, next year. Mm-hmm. That's that's good stuff. Um, I'm glad Kuyu's going to be there. I want to see their proximity stuff. Um, it's nice. No, it, I'm going to give them nice. crap about naming their stuff non-practical names. Like, <laughs> right. It should just be cold winter cold, shirt. Cold, warm, sort of warm. Yes. Kind of it, warm. Really cold. Right. Where this. every camo company has that issue, their clothing well, names right. are just how the friggin' my sp- yeah. Or if they could, you know, at least like break up like so. You know, in the, the construction trades that I'm in, you know, my general contracting deal that I do, you know, I'd like a, a, a nice pair of uh, you know, like DWR, you know, insulated pants to wear, and um, you know, for out on the job site that the for those days that. Or, or lined pants, not insulated. But, you know, the, the days where I don't want to be in my car hearts, but I don't want to be in my jeans with a pair of long johns. You know what I mean? Fleece lined. Or, yep. Or if I could put long johns on underneath that, it could really kind of fill that gap where I'm not going to overheat. And Anyway, so, you know, I started looking, you know, Carhartt, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know what? I wonder if, you know, like Kuyu, Sitka, you know, First Light, that kind of, if they have something. Not First and, Light. No, first light doesn't. No, but, no, no, um, just like not first light. We don't support them. Well, I don't. But anyway, <laughs> just looking at those lines, if they would just freaking say like break their stuff up from top to bottom, like when you open the page and like this is your warmest weather stuff and this is your coldest weather stuff, it'd be perfect. You know, and you don't even have to change names. Just it, when you're freaking when you list the stuff. Warmest to coldest. That would be perfect. But they've got stuff all over the place, and like the insulated thing at the top and uninsulated at the bottom. And you know, it's like whatever. You get, you know. Anyway, long yeah. Short. Um, Work on it, clothing companies. Yeah, yeah step up your games. Broken Arrow request, please. <laughs> P- please. Challenge you both. I hear we have pull. Yeah, allegedly. All right, man. Well, that that's a pretty solid. Uh, I think that's a pretty solid um, episode. Proud of it. I'm uh, I'm I'm really excited for the last weekend in, in January. I am Same here. I'm Same. trying not to like skip January in my head. My January's all over the place, so I am kind of so, skipping uh, it. it. Freaking, we we got to January a hell of a lot quicker than I was expecting. No <laughs> yeah. crap, and we're like 
we're in the fifth already, and my brain's already on two weeks from now. So, yeah, well, and somebody, you know, making phone calls on Tuesday, and uh, like, yeah, we'll we'll see you in three weeks. I'm like, shit, it's three weeks already. (laughs) Like, I know we're in January, but three weeks, three three weekends from now, we'll be. I was about to say, next three, well, so next Thursday is the 12th, the following Thursday is the 19th, and I will be on the road the next Thursday. Uh I just got to make it through two more working Thursdays. How about it? All right, cool. We're almost there. Getting there. Coming right up, boys. So Yeah. Good and stuff. just for earlier. Oh, comments. you know what? You know who else I forgot um, that I got vendor wise is Michigan Outdoor News. They're uh, uh, oh, they had they had you on a video. Uh, Wasn't that them or was that the, somebody no, else? That was different. That that was a that was a quick like uh, local Mich- radio. Michigan Out of Doors or something like that. You thinking of like Game Van Warmer stuff? Am I am I like way Van out in that field? Game Van Warmer, Michigan Out of Doors. I they haven't contacted me. So, no, somebody did a video on on Kalamazoo. It's on the website and it has you in it. Oh yeah, that that was. Uh, I don't know um, who that was. Sorry, dude. I might have chased. No, that that was Neil. That was my buddy Neil Summers uh, chasing it, and he did okay. that a couple of years ago. Um, but no, Michigan Outdoor News. They're uh, they're uh, uh, newspaper type. Uh, I think, I think they're a newspaper. Um, anyway, they're they're uh, an outdoor you know publication in the state, and uh, they're going to have a booth there as well. Awesome, so. very cool. Oh, did you say uh, what's the other magazine? Traditional Bowhunter magazine. No, Traditional Bowhunter World or Traditional uh, Trad Archers World. Trad oh. Archers World. Is he still around? I, Are they still around? I, um, you know what? They I were think the- when I called them, it gave me a. Like uh, the this number is no longer in oh, use. No, yeah, I, they were there last year, and I was I was kind of concerned about like, you know, the state of health of the <sighs> COVID screws a lot, screwed a lot of things. So uh, hopefully they're still around. Yeah. I, I, them I, and I, Primitive Archer. I called both of them and I never got anything back from either of them. So okay, bummer. all right. Well, hopefully they're still around and, and prospering. Um, but all right, man, solid. Solid uh, set of info there, and absolutely. Uh, thanks for bringing us up to speed. I, I'm sure. Yeah, I, thanks for having me on, guys. Oh gosh, yeah, we, we wanted to, we wanted to talk about this because clearly both of us are very excited. And you know, who I was disappointed didn't isn't going to make it though. Mikey is Bob Smith. Bob, Bob Smith. Bob Smith. Yeah. Bob Smith. Bob Smith. Yeah, I wanted I wanted I wanted to meet Bob, but uh, he's not going to be able to make it. And Mikey, you know. And uh, Mikey, but yeah. So, but Mike's what starting. we'll do is we'll just get a. a Reinhardt Sasquatch target, and we'll just put did, Bob Smith on. Did, did you see the the picture he posted today of him next yeah, to his the, brother? Did you notice that he's the same same height? It's, now it's that thing's four, That thing's like three or four feet higher than I am, and he's standing shoulder to shoulder with it. So, if if that gives you an idea how tall Bob is, yep. excellent. And, oh, you know what? Though the one thing I, I do want to say is go ahead. I'm, disappointed in this um i don't have any leather guys this year um it, two out of the three like one of them i called and uh they kind of cold shouldered me but uh two of the others that are normally there uh rough cuts and i think i, I can't remember i think it was i think it was traditions leather craft out of, out of nashville um down in tennessee um one of them's having hip surgery the other one's having knee surgery so, oh, yeah, yeah, and uh, so they're not going to be able to do it. But our, uh, our health will always catch up with us. 
game. Right. But, you know, it is what it is. It, it just, it sucks because guys want to buy arm guards or a belt or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, and uh, quivers. So Knife don't have sheets. Any of that Knife sheets, yeah. Yeah. Or leather. Just both yeah. leather. Yep. But, Always nice to see so, it in person. If you look, if you're coming hoping to find some of that, I, I'm very sorry, but it's not going to happen. So, good, good. All right, well, Perfect. we'll we'll make do with that. Uh, anything else, Dave? Anything else you want to hit on? Just general contact information, maybe if anybody. Yeah, what if somebody is? Is it too late for vendors to get involved if somebody hears this and they want to? They were like, "Oh, I'm going to be there." I want to. No, get, get a hold of get a hold of me as soon as possible. Uh, phone number uh, is probably just call me is the easiest way. Two six nine three zero three six six three zero. Outside of that, uh, email kzuboworks at yahoo.com. Uh, the I, I created a page for Traditional Bowhunters Expo on Facebook, um, so you can get a hold of me through there as well. Um, there's ads in Tradbow Magazine. Yep, Traditional Bowhunter Magazine. There's the ad um, with both my contact information and John Doyle's because um, he's been helping me out with some of the vendor stuff. But uh, um, outside of that, uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, get a hold of me. Like I said. If you're last minute wanting to make it, uh, get a hold of me as soon as you possibly can. Um, just because I got to figure out floor layouts and um, with uh, getting the layout done for the rod and curtain people, um, so they know what to bring and, and how to set things up. Otherwise, I'm going to have to stick you in the old section of the building. And, and not that there's not traffic there, but it just it might not be as productive for you as if you were on the main floor with everybody else. So, well, there you go. Hopefully, we'll see you all at Kalamazoo. In January 27th, 28th, and 29th? 27, 28, 29. Yeah. Awesome. We'll see you guys there. Absolutely. Dave, dude, thanks um, so, so much for coming on. Absolutely. Hey. Thanks for having me, guys. Always.